okay, time to expose yourselves. What is the thing you think about way more than you probably should? Ready, go. TJ? <laughs> I already know TJ's answer. Hunter's hair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Like how we get it like that. That's nice. Hunter's the boy that it's records not. our podcast and he has bleached hair. <laughs> and he is amazing. Not, I was going to guess food. but I was, I was guessing steak. <laughs> Welcome. So this is Kingdom, this is Greg, this is Talon, this is TJ, this is Hollis. And this week, our talk is Jesus Christ is the Treasure by Elder Dale G. Renlin. And yeah, okay, real talk. I don't get on social media a ton. I normally get on to like look at Eagles updates on Instagram, which is a weird place to get it, but I Yeah, just they're do. playing really well right now. It's awesome. Anyways, <laughs> but then sometimes like I'll just like see other stuff on it and something happened when... Everybody posts their end of the year thing, right? And everybody posts their like. I love them. I watch every so single. So I watch every single story. <laughs> and I'm learned. like, show me everything. Okay, Grace <laughs> is different than me. Grace loves them. I have a hard time watching them because every time I watch them, they make me feel like I did nothing. Like every oh. single, and and I look back, I'm like, okay, no, I did some cool things. It's all good. You They're know? making stuff up, bro. <laughs> But I'll like look at it. I'll be like, oh my goodness! Like there are so many cool things that like happened in their life, and every time it like leaves me just wanting this next year to be so rich and wanting this next year to be so full. And I spent a lot of time just thinking about that. Like, how do I make this next year the best year yet? Like, how do I just make it full and abundant and joyful? Like, how do I make it, how do I max it out? You know what I mean by that? Like, how yeah. do I get the max out of this year possible? And sometimes I get like stressed and like, man, am I gonna, am I gonna miss it? Am I gonna miss having like the year that I could have? And I think that's why I love this talk so much because he starts off telling the story and it's about these dudes that are looking for something pretty cool. They're looking for this treasure basically and they spend five years and they're like excavating, they're digging, they're looking for five years. They're trying to find this treasure and one of the dudes is like, okay, I'm giving up. Like I'm done. Like I'm not, we're not going to find it. And the guy's like, no, can we just look a little more? And what they realized is they had looked everywhere except for where their base was set up, where their camp was, right? So what they do, they move their camp and they start digging right there and they found the treasure that they were looking for. And it just like hit me so hard. The thing that they needed was right beneath their feet. It was like right in their hands. It was right there. And I think sometimes I'm guilty of the exact same thing where I'm looking like, how do I find this rich, fulfilling life? Where am I going to find it? And the answer is like right in my hands. It's right in front of me. Like the answer to a rich, full life is Jesus. And it's so interesting because I cared about that a ton in high school. Like I was like, I want to live this life that's like crazy and I want to change the world and I want to do all Talent these now is like things. Grace in high school. I'm like, <laughs> I'm behind. I'm a little behind. Not true. I'm still like, but I like, that was really important to me. Like I really cared about that. And I started college. I graduated high school. I started college. And my freshman year of college, I will be so honest, it just sucked. Like it was mm. terrible. Like I hated it. And I like went to bed every single night and like, I was like, oh, I just want to live a better life. I want to do something that means something. I want to like find purpose in my life. I don't want to go to sleep feeling sad about my life anymore. Like I want it to be good. And I like in the middle of the year, like I just started having like, it was like 
Well, it was in the middle of my freshman year. It was like actually in like December or January. I was just like had this moment that I was like, I need to do something crazy with my life. So I decided I was like going to sell my car and like move to Mexico and live in an orphanage because I felt like that was like going to give my life purpose. And I was like, yeah, I got to go to Mexico for that. I'm like, yeah. And then like my mom's like, pray about it. <laughs> She's like, I'll let you if you pray about it. God says yes. God said no. And then I like was like, okay, like I'm going to go to Thailand and I'm going to teach English. And like, I'm going to sell my car once again. Yes. And I was like, this is going to be it. This is my path to happiness. Like I was like, this is going to be me building like a meaningful life. And my mom's like, okay, pray about it. If God says yes, go. Uh, God said no again. And finally, I was just like, I'm trying to build like this really good life. Like I want to do crazy cool things. Like why does God keep saying no? And then finally, I just was like, I need to go on a mission. And I was like, this selfish part of me, I'll be honest, was like, I'm going to go on a mission. I'm going to go somewhere like the middle of nowhere. Like I'm going to go like so far out there in the world. And it's going to be this crazy, like cool experience. And it's going to be awesome. And then like, I like opened my mission call and it was to California and it was like two states over. And it was like, I was like, it's going to look just like Utah. <laughs> I was like, that's, it wasn't even like the beach of California. Like it was like Sacramento. Like it was like, no one cares about no Sacramento. Hay. No hay on Sacramento. No hay. Okay. Hey, I love hey. Sacramento. I it's love my favorite all place the non-beach stuff. But in the moment, I was like, <laughs> Sacramento? Like, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Mm -hmm. And it was so interesting because what I discovered is that I didn't need to go to Mexico and I didn't need to go to Thailand. And God actually proved what I needed by sending me somewhere as simple as Sacramento. I actually just needed Jesus. Like, to create this life that I had dreamt about my entire life, I actually didn't need to, like, go teach English in a foreign country, and I didn't need to, like, move my life to an orphanage in Mexico. Like, actually, all I needed was just to get to know Jesus, and that's when I discovered a life that changed everything for me. Isn't that so interesting? When we want to create a change, we want to do something meaningful, we always look outwards. We're always like, where can I travel to? Where can I go? Yes. Who can I help with? What place can I go to? Do I have to go to another continent to live this meaningful, amazing life and find a treasure? Find a treasure that really fuels my life. Because I feel like sometimes we're so obsessed at looking how we can change the world when we're not even looking how we can change ourselves. And the most important thing we can change about ourselves is our relationship with Christ, who is our true treasure. And it's so interesting how we are always looking outwards when honestly the treasure that we're looking for is sometimes an inward thing of my treasure is with Christ. Because we're always saying, oh, if you want to be a good person, look outwards, which is always a great thing. But sometimes it takes an inward reflective state of your relationship with Christ and developing what the real treasure is. I feel like uh, something that makes this really tough is the internet and social media. For me, it's like YouTube. You know, I'll have these You're a big YouTube, YouTube guy, shorts. Huh? I mean, not like I'm not like a big YouTube guy, but it's like the videos will pop up like how to find purpose and meaning and get rich. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And then it's like, there's so many of those things. And I feel like I just want to just maybe raise a warning voice, like through the phone, the video games, the TV, the politics, whatever. It's like there's so many different places where we feel like we need to go in order to make that difference or to find the treasure when, like you guys are saying, what we're all saying is like, we'll find it once we put the phone down and once we just be present and be with ourselves and be with God and see what He has for us. Because a lot of times there's unresolved things there. If we would just handle that and if we would just handle things with God, get our relationship with God on point, then He can take us to the places. Then He could take us to Thailand. Then He'll lead us where we need to go. But there's work to do first with Him. 
and with us. Mm-hmm. And that's so interesting because right when you were talking, I started thinking and my mind just like automatically goes to scripture because I'm nerdy. And what happened is I started thinking about Peter. And I think I've talked about this before, but it's because I'm probably obsessed with Peter. And like Peter didn't live a thrilling life. Like, to be so honest, like, he was a fisherman in a small town in the middle of, like, nowhere. Like, it wasn't like he was, like, this crazy cool guy that, like, we're, like, oh, like, everyone knew him. Like, no, actually, he had, like, kind of a boring job. And, like, he was just, like, this married guy. pretty cool, I heard, though. Quite frankly, Peter wasn't an extraordinary kid. He didn't have so much going for him. He wasn't changing the world. And what's so interesting to me is that Peter actually didn't go anywhere to change the world. He didn't move countries. Like he didn't like have to like go start living this crazy life. Actually, what changed the world for Peter was meeting Jesus. And he stayed in his same neighborhood. He talked to the same people. He walked the same streets that he was so familiar with in Capernaum. Like it wasn't something wildly new for Peter. All that changed for Peter was meeting Jesus. That is what took his life from being average to being absolutely extraordinary, a life that we still talk about today. His story is universally told because he met Jesus. And the thing is, I think sometimes we miss it because it's so simple. And we want an answer that's like new and, and more exciting and more flashy. And it's like, no, it's it's simple. It's Jesus. And it, it happens again and again in the scriptures. Moses has the staff with the serpent on it, right? And he's like, mm. all you need to do is look at this and you will live. And the people don't do it. Why? Because it was too simple. They wanted something flashy. And like we all, that serpent represents Jesus. It's like, look to him, right? He shares the story of Naaman. It's like, all you got to do is go wash in the water seven times. And you're going to be healed. That's, that's what the prophet asked him to do. He's like, no, nah, that's too simple. Like I got to do something flashier, something fancier. And it's like looking to Jesus is simple, but it works. What you guys are saying is just hitting so hard right now. I got to give some advice to my younger self that I needed to hear this, man. And it's like, how are you supposed to change the world if you can't even sit down and have a good, interesting conversation like with your mom? You know what I mean? to just sit with your mom and ask questions and and learn about her journey, her story. How are you supposed to go and change the world if you can't spend some quality time with your siblings, like without fighting and bickering and thinking about yourself? Like, how can you go and change the world if you can't work on some of the problems that you got going on in your personal life? And I just feel like once we open our eyes and take the blinders off, because we got blinders, man. The world puts blinders on us. Once we take those blinders off, look around what's going on, I think that's when God can guide us to do great things. It starts with you. And I think it requires a switch of definition of what changing the world is. We can change people's world, which is changing the world. You know, it's like someone's life is someone's world. And when you talk with your mom, you're changing her world. When you are being nice and having quality conversations with your siblings, you are changing their world. When you are serving the person next to you on a train at a restaurant, tipping the waiter a little bit more, sometimes I struggle with that. You are changing their world. You know? just really okay. the need to confess that. Tipper. Wait, no, no, I'm a good tipper. But you know when you first go to a restaurant and they don't do anything and they ask for a tip, I always press zero and I don't feel bad. Anyways, coming back here is we can change people's world without having to go somewhere. And I think that is so important because that helps us understand how Jesus Christ changed other people's world. Like what was said, we don't have to travel, but we can change people's world by staying where we're at. And that's how to live an amazing life, is realizing we have that power that is given to us by Christ. Yeah, and I think it's, it's so important to realize what you said there at the end. Like that starts with Jesus. Like Jesus wants to turn you into the kind of person that can live an impactful life. Like he wants to turn you into the person that that just like 
provides value for the world. Like that's what he can do for you. And if you haven't read this talk, like it's so cool. He just like goes through all these things that will help you connect to Jesus. And one that I've been thinking about so much, like he just talks about the prophet, like the prophet's whole job is to point us to Jesus. His whole job is to deepen our relationship. And I think sometimes we get frustrated because like, ah, like I'm just struggling to build a relationship with Christ right now. But it's like, man, the prophet like twice a year is telling you things that you can do to deepen your relationship with Christ. But sometimes because it's so simple, we miss it and we don't do it. And so I guess this is just like my plea to everyone is like, don't miss the simple things that will help you connect to Jesus. Where can I turn for peace? Where is my solace? When other sources cease to make me whole When with a wounded heart Anger or malice I draw myself apart Searching my soul. See you next week.